Yo, this week's episodes are brought to you by The Jerf, Just Eat Real Food Bar. If you have yet to try our bars, this week is your chance to take all three of our delicious, organic, gluten, dairy, and soy-free flavors on a taste drive with the Jerf Bar Variety Pack. Now through this Sunday night, Variety Packs are on sale for a super special price of just $19. Yes, that is $19 for a whole box. That's 12 total bars, including four of each flavor. Cherry Almond Crunch, Vanilla Almond Butter, and my favorite, Chocolate Brownie. There's no discount code needed. All you have to do is head on over to jerfbar.com. Again, that is jerfbar.com to place your order. And this offer ends this Sunday. of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of seancroxton.com we've got Stuart wild on the show today and he is going to school you on what is your greatest power your greatest power is your power to choose if you want to be happy choose happiness everything is your choice and so the quote of the day is this you have a responsibility to make yourself happy here's Stuart. When you look at our lives, my life, your life, often they are so intensely complicated. The relationships, the financial arrangements, the structure, the kids, the mortgage, the car payments. When you look at those lives, you can see how difficult it is for the life force or the God force to shine through. It's a bit like, you know when you see two people talking in the street, or you see a person talking who has a tremendous amount of opinion about something, okay? Now you try going up to that person and telling them something different. You know, they don't hear you. You know, that the lights are on, but there's nobody home, you know. It's like they don't, they don't hear you. When I imagine yourself, you imagine this divinity trying to radiate through your life, trying to make it more transcendent, and you have all of this stuff. You know, you have all of the stuff you bought, the Porsche and the spa and the new carpet and the escalator for the canary, and you've got all this stuff, okay? And it's important to you. And then you've got your opinions and you've got a philosophy to defend and you've got your ideas about the children and you've got this and that and your obligations and the guilt patterns and all the things you're supposed to do. And you imagine this life force saying, gosh, if I could only just squeak into her life for a moment, you know, it'd be marvelous. But I can't because the complexity of it makes it impossible. And so as you're looking at trying to move towards a higher ground, to a place where you have this psychic perception, where you have this, this transcendent all-knowing, you're going to have to de-escalate your lifestyle. You're going to have to make it less complex, look at those things that are truly important for you, and go in for them. Okay, and maybe you may like to get around a kitchen table and discuss it with your family and with your loved ones and say, listen, heck, what is important? And suddenly you all realize that the little escalator for the canary really wasn't that important because the escalator, could, the canary could, because the canary could hop up onto the perch anyway, and you, you sell it and you do something different. But as you look at the complexity of human life, you can see how this God force or this life force that's trying to get into your life, I mean, takes like the, the lowest place on the totem pole. As you begin to resonate and as you begin to express your power, the oscillation or the vibrations that you express begins to move up. And you look at the physical plane out there, and you look at the man in the street, and let us just say hypothetically, he's oscillating at, let's say, 20,000 cycles a second. 
Okay, realizing that I'm just picking these figures out of the sky. It's just a way of having a term of reference or a place to sort of put you, hang your hat. Let's say that the average person has this 20,000 cycles a second of life force. That life force is encrusted by all of this stuff. As he or she begins to throw the stuff out, out, and as he or she begins to become congruent with the infinity inside of themselves, and as they begin to heal themselves and forgive themselves, and see, see the, the machinations on the physical plane as beautiful, their energy begins to move up. And as they begin to oscillate from 20,000 cycles a second to 30 and 40 and 50, they get into a point where they can control their destiny, where they can create a thought form and then boom, there it is right in front of them, instantly, no effort. You know, where they can control their physical body, where they're oscillating at a vibrational rate higher than the others. Again, always the same life force, always the same energy, but it's like having a cup of water or having a 50-gallon tank. It's always water, but you've got more to mess around with. And as you begin to do that, the opportunities that are out there for you, that are sort of waiting for you to get your act together, will begin to plop, plop into your life, will begin to sort of jump and be there with you. You can't see from where you're oscillating now necessarily where you could reach in five years because you can't see a move to Peru and falling in love with this guy that's uh, a second-hand uh, llama salesman in Peru and, and then him dying and leaving you a herd of llamas and you selling the herd of llamas and winding up on a Russian fishing boat and the boat's sinking and you swim into a little island that was made of gold. You know, and you can't see it. I mean, there's all these circumstances between you and that. You can't even fathom how it's going to work. So as you begin to understand the, the necessity for you to move into power and to begin to move this consciousness forward, you have to, as you're walking upon this path, walking upon this dedication, constantly choose those things that honor you, that are energetic for you, that are powerful for you. And it amazes me how many people don't choose that. They choose weak situations. They choose situations where in a workplace, say, they're manipulated like crazy. They choose restriction in marriage and human relationships. They, they choose manipulation when they're the boss and they need to feel the need to manipulate everybody like crazy to get them to do it. You know, they choose difficulty. They choose struggle. Each one of you, every single day of your life, has a variety of choices to make. And it's a lot of choices. And you always want to move towards, is this powerful? Does this empower me? Is this loving and fresh and open and free? Or is it restrictive and grody and lousy and, and not making me happy? Because you have a responsibility to make yourself happy. You have a responsibility to find life this exhilarating journey of laughter and casualness and fluidity, and that's what we're moving towards. As you then begin to get this idea that you have to make choices, you're going to have people perhaps react to those choices. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. You may be together with other people in a family, with loved ones, with your children, but in the end, you and only you is responsible for your own evolution. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself. And I believe that the conscious individual will not obviously do things that are going to create a problem or create a difficulty. The conscious individual is not going to infringe or, or, or make things you know, happen that, that there will be a reaction to. They're just going to fluidly move through, but you are not living it for anyone else. And what other people think about your life and think about your decisions is their problem. And it isn't anything to do with you at all. Not at all. 
And if they come up to you and they say they think, and if they come up to you and they say, listen, I think your decision to move to Bujumbura absolutely stinks. And I think you're a lousy mother because of this and because of that. And I think you're terrible. You just say, thank you for sharing it. I appreciate your opinion, but I'm leaving for Bujumbura in an hour. And if they come along and they judge you, if they come along and they judge you and they tell you you're no good, you, all you're doing is watching somebody with a more limited perception than yourself, okay, coming out of their more limited energy pattern. And their more limited energy pattern is going to have opinions that are not your opinions. And people will judge you and they will criticize you. You know, and you just sit there and you say, well, I appreciate your opinion. You know, I particularly like the way you criticize and judge me. I like the way you smile as you do it. <laughs> I particularly like the way that cockroach walked around the glass, your coffee cup, as you were talking, you know? <laughs> there, was something very, there was something very transcendent about that. There was something emotional, you know? I particularly like the bit where it stopped round about the handle and peed in your cup, you know? <laughs> You missed it because you were in the judgment and the criticism. You would have liked it. Not a lot, but you would have liked it. And you move out. And so often our life is dominated by what our workmates think, or what our husbands think, or our wives, or the kids, or society, or the institutions. You're free. You make your own decisions. The only thing you have to worry about is basically being respectful for the transcendence of everybody. You know, being aligned to the divinity in all things. And then as you begin to create this new reality of yourself, then you begin to bring everything in your life to sort of a more real position. So often people come out of projecting for something, praying for something, visualizing for something, and it isn't real in their feelings. And they live a lifestyle that isn't real. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a thing that I call variance. And what variance is, is it's the difference between what you really are and what you think you are. And each one of us has an opinion about what we think we are, okay? The divinity inside of you is real. It can only come out of naturalness, holiness, moving towards this loving being that it's creating for itself. The ego, or the persona, as Jung calls it, will have a thousand opinions about how much money you're supposed to earn and how good a lover you're supposed to be and what kind of person you're supposed to be and how intelligent you are and whether you're a good mum or not a good mum or whatever. But the ego will always have a different opinion to what is real, especially in a person that hasn't worked upon their life. And as you begin to see this goal as a heroic goal, you begin to make what you actually are, the real you, and what you think you are, one and the same. All right, that was Stuart Wilde. His website is stuartwilde.com. He was the author of many books, all of which you can find on amazon.com as well as stuartwilde.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, it's a really good one. It's about an hour and 15 minutes full of knowledge. It's called Warriors Wisdom, Stuart Wilde, 1984. That is it for me. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Have an amazing day. Peace. Peace.